Hi, I'm Cliff. And I'm Susan. And welcome to the Cliff and Susan podcast. Hey guys, it's number 17. We've made it 17 days on our 365 day challenge a podcast today. We appreciate you tuning in. We're getting great feedback. We love hearing from you guys. You can find us at Cliff and Susan on Facebook and Instagram. Hit us up in our DMs. You can also text the number is. Yeah, 501-456-4114. We actually had someone uh, contact us today on uh, one of our last episodes. So that yeah, was really cool. It's really cool to connect with you guys. That's what it's all about. Sharing and learning, growing and connecting. And so today, without further ado, I want to tell you, we have a special guest. I've been so excited all week to have Jamie Lou Connolly on here of Jamie Lou and the Hullabaloo. She is going to be a showcase, uh, one of our artists on our showcase tonight for Yodley Music and Arts Festival. And Jamie, are you there? I'm here. Hi. Hey, hey, girl. Um, I am so excited to have you tonight to hear you perform virtually, of course. Um, we are doing our month. Those of you who are listening um, and have heard us talk about it, if you haven't heard us talk about it, our Yodaloo Music and Arts Festival that we took completely virtual last September here in Arkansas, uh, we have been doing a a monthly showcase, which is virtual still. We started that with um, Ten Penny Gypsy in November, and we've had two months. And so Jamie Lou Connolly is kicking it off with us. She's one of our showcase artists tonight and kicking off the yeah, first, first of the one year. of the year. Yeah, so we're excited. And so, I, you know, I'm really excited to hear your music tonight, and we're Arkansas girls. So tell us, um, Jamie Lou, where are you from and kind of how you got started in music? Because I want to hear this story. I haven't learned about you completely, so this will be really our authentic conversation we're having i'm from hot springs tell us about where you're from and how you got into music yeah um one i'm I'm really excited about the showcase tonight um and so i am so thank you for having me start off um i'm actually from i'm a florida girl um i grew up and was raised in uh in the panhandle of florida in the destin florida and I went I, there yeah. every summer. Oh my gosh, every <laughs> summer. We yeah, that's awesome. I love Destin. Yeah, it's it was really great growing up there. Um, growing up by the Gulf of Mexico, you know, I spent most of my really important, like life changing years um, by you know on the beach um, with my friends, and uh, I eventually. When I graduated high school, me and my uh, one of my best friends, we were feeling really adventurous, so we put off college and we moved to um, Boulder, Colorado, and um, stayed there for a couple of years, and then somehow found my way into Arkansas after some some family moves there, and uh, so I moved to Arkansas about 2010. But I actually didn't truly, I didn't play my first live show until I moved to Arkansas. I moved to Russellville. Okay, and, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I just fell into this really cool songwriter com- uh, community around 2011. Uh, a guy named Poor Uncle Fatty, he had a, a songwriter night every Sunday. And so a lot of us would go there and debut a new song and um it really helped me kind of I had such a good support system and I wasn't scared to play in front of anyone that is um, so cool anymore but I started my um I my my family has a pretty uh good musical background my dad was always in bands um my uncle's a producer and he started a um 
recording me when I was about 13 with little songs that I would come up with and I would sing on uh, people's uh, songwriters um, songs in his studio and so I kind of was just a bedroom musician until I moved to Arkansas. That's so cool. Well, and I imagine, you know, the Florida roots and then Colorado. I love Colorado. There's just something about my spirit just moves when I move, when I go out there. Uh, so I can't imagine that, yeah. that that was still in your formative years, right? That was when you were in, you said you let, you didn't go to college at that time and you went to Colorado. So I imagine some of that out West kind of influenced some of your art. Did it, did it not? Oh, it definitely did. I ended up Make it, you know, when you're when you're 18 and you move, <laughs> you really don't have much clue about the world. And I, you know, ended up having a pretty rough time. I mean, it was it was beautiful. Uh, Colorado is amazing, but I became homeless. Uh, you know, had a really just very big life changing experiences that shaped me into who I am today. Um, and, uh, but coming as like a Florida person with never been being like, you know, just a little below sea level going into the mountains. I remember the first time I went through the, cause I actually lived in Netherlands above Boulder, okay, which yeah. is a little mountain town. Um, and we ran out of gas in the middle of the night in the Canyon. And I remember stepping out of my car and kind of feeling like, um, claustrophobic from how big the mountains were. <laughs> That's crazy. It felt like they were like, you know, coming over or like going to come fall down on me. But, uh, but yeah, um, Colorado is really unique, very educational experience for me as a, a young adult. <laughs> well, that's that's awesome, and I'm sure out of those tough times, I'm sure a lot of great art and songs came out of that. And so, so you moved to Arkansas, and then you end up in Northwest Arkansas, which I love. I, I love that part of Arkansas. And so, tell us how you ended up with Jamie Lou and the Hullabaloo. Yeah, so um, it was actually the Hullabaloo part. Uh, my drummer Matt White came up with, and uh, it means a loud, chaotic noise. Um, and that kind of describes the marriage of our, our music, um, as a unit. Um, I write sort of more Americana folk songs and the rest of my band kind of muddies those up, makes them a little bit more, um, loud and, and, uh, we have very, um, we have moments that are, uh, a bit more chaotic than how I've written something, but that's what makes it fun for us. Uh, we started that when we were still in Russellville, Arkansas, before we moved to NWA, and um, we discontinued it whenever we uh, were still, you know, moving right along, even with me in Nashville. But uh, we started about 2014-ish, I saw that. Yeah, I saw that. And so, um, so you're, and then you said that the, the new record, tell us about how you re-released it right now. How did that, cause I'm looking at your press release and I'm interested in how that process happened and, and who you're working with in Nashville now. Yeah. So we recorded that originally in 2017, uh, at Blue Chair Studios. And oh, I love Darren. Yeah, of, that's great. Yeah. 
and he he had a, a big hand on how that how those songs really turned out and we you know we were a very young band still and we had never really recorded in the studio yet um as a as a unit um and and I, i'm really proud of how it turned out um the original version of it turned out um now whenever we we got with a management team uh last year and they had the idea that maybe we should um remix and remaster it and so they got us set up with um a producer out of Austin, Texas named Chris Shaw who did the last Bob Dylan record. He's done some Ween records. He did the the Weezer record that everybody knows. Um That is so cool. Yeah. Incredible. Well, I'm. I bet uh, Cliff can geek out to that kind of uh, background from Chris Shaw. And, <laughs> For sure. Yeah, that's awesome. And so you guys re-recorded yeah. re- it with him. But how was that experience? Was it? And you said that was in Austin. So yeah, basically what we did, he remixed it. Uh-huh. So he we just sent everything to Chris, and he kind of just took it all apart and put it back together. And uh, what we what he did is he, he just brought out things that needed to be more focused and on like the drums uh, now sound so much better. Um, we actually redid vocals and bass on some of the songs. And we did that with a, uh, one of our engineer friends in Fayetteville um, and uh, Eric Wisdom's uh, Homestead recording. And so it's like it's at his house. We just, you know, we played shows with him before. He's one of our good friends. And so we just went there and, uh, that's great. And, and did, uh, yeah, it was really nice. Um, and then we had it remastered by, um, a guy named Joe Gaswert, who's out of California. And he's done all of the big remastering for Grateful Dead, Jimi Hendrix. Um, the list goes on with that kind of, that ilk um and he's just a really cool guy uh he was really excited to do everything and really everybody was just so enjoyable through the whole process um and then we had new artwork done as well by our friend uh one of my old bandmates tiffany willis who does um offbeat and whimsical and I so love the, I love this artwork. I'm looking at it right now. It is absolutely so cool. And and yeah, I love and it's kind of like um what do you call that? That that it's it's almost it's not really pop art, I guess, but um uh, yeah, we we really love that style. Anime or what, how do you call that? <laughs> not not <Yeah>. anime. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah, what is what style is that? Cuz I love it. I am right there with you. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's hard to explain, but it's like a digital art, but it's with your picture and the glasses, and it's awesome. Yeah, we just all took uh, selfies of ourselves. Um, like, and I, I remember my husband taking his selfie, which is really adorable. But um, and then you know, each each of us took one, and and we sent a group to Tiffany, and she's like, okay, that is simple. And, yeah, it made it made a drawing of us. Um, it's funny to put it out there because, like, I'm I really am. It's always uncomfortable for me to 
have any kind of picture of myself out there, let alone like a drawing. Yeah. <laughs> and then make it the Alamark. <laughs> so did she also do a, on the website, you have some more kind of artwork like that. I guess that's also her doing that. Yeah. Yeah, she did. Uh, she actually did all of our logos and our just text. Um, and the artwork that was uh, on the EP before was done by um, a guy named Daniel Freeman out of Russellville, and he has an art studio there. So we might have some of his art up there, but it's mostly Tiffany's. Um, yeah, so she's kind of focused in on this sort of retro. Um, 70s-esque, uh, I guess you would say sort of pop art. Yes, I love um, that. We're, we're building our studio out here in Arkansas, and we're that's the kind of the vibe we're going for is that 70s retro feel. And I was, I, I was barely a 70s baby. I was born in 79. So I'm, and I claim that proudly. <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah, and I love that vibe and that all, I geek out to like Pinterest and all the Instagram pages I can follow that have the 70s retro feel and the roller skates and the flared jeans and the, yes. and the all the filters that and look cool for that. carpets and couches. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, and uh, so yeah. I love to hear you know, I love to hear how your your career has evolved and how you've taken real life experiences and then moved and, and your journey through not only the, the states, but also with your career and especially really proud that that's happened here in Arkansas, because I think there's so much talent in Arkansas. And um, so, you know, one of the things that I, I encourage a lot of my artists that I work with or artists that that come to me for advice some are just starting and some are just wanting to you know dust off dust off an album and do something new with it I love the fact that you took that and evolved that album and have something new and fresh and then you know you've grown through that art artistic process not only from I'm sure your songwriting but the in studio and for going from new in the studio to now working with Grammy nominated or Grammy winning it looks like yeah award-winning producer and then all of the audio engineering and all that it's just a cool really cool way to see a a proof of success when you start and and i assume that do you do all this yourself are you guys you're independent correct yeah we um are after the pandemic happened we kind of uh parted ways with the management too um we all all kind of got our own things going on and so we are a completely diy band we do all of our booking all of our um you know, website maintenance, social media, um, you know, uh, publishing, licensing, all of it is just kind of us. But we, we, I think we prefer it that way. And now we're going to start doing, we've got about two albums worth. Um, I'm so glad to hear you also say um, that about the reissues. You know, I was, when it was first brought up to me, I, um, I was a little hesitant about it because we had so many new songs and, you know, as a performer, like you've, you've been doing certain songs for so long, um, especially if you've written them and they're, you know, like these are, you know, almost eight years old to me. And so I was, it took me a while to really figure out, no, I really want to give this record the respect it needs you know when I first released it I didn't do it the right way and and this experience also helped me um learn the process of you know remotely recording and dealing with somebody like a Chris Shaw and um and just really 
a very good learning experience from all of it. That is so cool. And you're inspiring me, by the way, because I did, I went to Nashville and recorded an album and I would do it a lot differently now. I would, there's a lot, a lot that I would change, but it's making, it's kind of getting my wheels turning about, Hey, well, maybe I could take those stems and, and have Cliff work with them and we can maybe put it into our new Cliff and Susan brand, but still with those songs that I love, but I just never really knew how to, to market it, you know, or it's not really the sound that I am now. And that, that's a cool, I really, so I commend you on doing that because that's a, that's a really cool business plan. And then now you still got tons of music you can release that's fresh, but maybe it'll be more cohesive, right? I mean, with your sound that you want it. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. I I think it's such a testament of, you know, um, just, just finding your vibe and it's, it's amazing what a different producer and mix engineer can bring out of a, a project and make it turn out completely different. Um, so that's that's really great that you took the step to actually do that. I'm, yeah. I'm sure there's a lot of people that um, have thought about wanting to redo things. But well, I haven't even thought about it. I'm just like, well, that was that. Let's move along. I, you yeah. know, I, I honestly was like, I mean, that just made me go, aha, like I should do that, you know. Well, that's cool. And so um, if there was one one song that you really like have really dug about this this reissue um on the on this record what what would you or it's an ep right so you've got yes, yeah yeah what what songs would which one is like the one that you want people or, or the, maybe the one that people are starting because I, I was surprised when people would say they would request certain songs for me to play and the one that you think is going to be the hit is never the one i think maybe that's how yeah. it works so is there one that you prefer and then one maybe that other people are saying they really dig i think that um I've heard a lot about just the favorite being semi-socialite. Um, and I'm not, you know, and I, I, it's one of my favorites too, is one of the first moments that I, I had been listening to a lot of Wilco and uh, my husband's a huge fan of Wilco. And we had a, a, a sort of a Wilco moment in that song. And um, I think I'm most proud of the lyrics. It's kind of, you know, when you have one of those songs that only takes you about 10 minutes to write and it only, that doesn't happen that often, you know, but when it does, it just kind of writes itself. That's, yeah. It that's, falls that's, into your lap. Yeah. Yeah. It was just one day and I was just uh, having a moment, but um, I think my favorite has to be, it is what it is because I think, um, it's not the most sophisticated lyrically, but I think it it shows who we are as a band, um, and that can still fit in who with who we are as a band now. And we all, we play all of these songs, uh, with exception of the more country one, "Running on This Heart." Um, we we only play that one. We play it very little, um, but the rest of them we play. All the time in our tempos of of change, you know, we've we've really lived in those songs for years, and so we can play them with our eyes. You know, we can play them in our sleep now. But um, you know, some of them are just faster. I sing certain parts a little different. My voice has actually changed from when I first recorded it. But it is what it is. Still has the same vibe that we we've been been able to keep with and it's you know yeah i really like i, I, that. I think that one's probably one of my favorites on there it, it i don't know if you're a jason nisbell fan but it, it actually sounds a lot like kind of his vibe on his uh new record that he had so that's i, oh, cool. uh, I really like that one thank you yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna check out that new record and i like the
So, oh, sorry. It was cool. Yeah, the video on that. But hey, so I love this on on your. Um, I was reading like your little bio th- thing. It says the hullabaloo is a raucous, a ruckus, raucous. How do you say that word? And dynamic marriage of fuzz and folk. And uh, who who came up with that? Oh, my husband Garrett. <laughs> I love that. I love that so He's much. He's a guitar player. He uh, he put together this. You know, we're DIY, so we had to put together our own press release, obviously, and. Uh, <laughs> Um, he's a he's a good wordsmith. He writes his own songs too. But when he came up with that, I was like, "That's exactly what I try to explain what I mean by what hullabaloo is to us." Um, and that's you know, they all have metal and punk backgrounds, and I have more, you know, folk country backgrounds. So that's so cool. Well, we're excited yeah. about tonight. I know that. Um, I know that. Uh, we and did you record? Is this is this coming from Nashville or where did where was the recording that we were featuring oh, tonight? Oh yeah, so I, there was a funny story with uh, <laughs> me recording. I'm I'm almost eight months pregnant. We'll start there. So oh, husband, I know. I meant to tell you congratulations. I knew that, and oh. and so yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Well, my husband got a job. He's a luthier, so he builds guitars and. Uh, He's been touring and doing band stuff for, you know, years now. And he finally, um, you know, after all of our time kind of getting a break in the quarantine, he uh, saw Gibson was hiring and he, you know, got hired almost in- immediately by them. So it kind of saved us as a family with a kid coming, him getting to work as a luthier again. So I was alone. Um, and my house is, you know, I'm kind of trying to pack slowly. You can't do a whole lot of lifting when you're eight months pregnant, which is yeah. uh, really inconvenient. Um, especially with like ants and all of our musical gear it's crazy. So I was, you know, I had my little recording setup uh, that I use. I use a, a Spire recording device and a, um, my phone video, <laughs> That's so fine. That is so fun. That's what's beautiful about that's the silver lining, I think, in all this COVID nineteen is that we've all we we've become number one comfortable, more comfortable, I'd say, with using devices and figuring out how to get our art out there into the digital space. And you know, as far as like people don't expect some high production. You know, it's not like we have to have. It's nice to have, but sometimes it takes an organic feel away from it when it looks like it's super overproduced. So I love that, and and I'm excited to see your show tonight and and um, have oh, you. Yeah. And you know, something else before we go, and and uh, I just wanted to, you know, Cliff and I are married music duo. So how is that? Are y'all because we work well because our personalities fit in that regard, and like even on stage, it's it's a good fit. It's like yin and yang. Is that how you and your husband are? Yeah, and um, that's how we met, um, and it's just, he's my best friend, so we kind of just, we've never really had an argument, we don't, we don't fight or bicker or anything, so whenever we go, but whenever we go into stage mode, um, into music mode, we just become, you know, musical partners, I don't know if that's how it is for you and Cliff, you know, we're not all lovey-dovey on stage. Like we're, 
we yeah we aren't either yeah, people know we, that we was, never fight or bicker at all oh shut up <laughs> <laughs> but but it is as a very healthy relationship and i think it takes a certain type of personality from each of you to like to, to make it be around each other 24 7 sounds like he's got this new job opportunity so that might give you some space you may or may not want but um yeah on stage yeah. we don't we don't we're not lovey-dovey on stage a lot of people will if we don't say um you know if i don't stop in a show and tell our story how we met and that we're married they'll they're always one our crowd is always wondering are they together are they together so they don't yeah. you know and then you tell them and, and at first i thought they'd be i didn't know because i i toured as a, a you know a single and doing a solo career for so long and then when i brought when cliff came along and we started i thought well maybe my fans that like me as the single susan might and no they actually fell in love with it they were like oh i love it y'all are so cute you know so yeah, yeah. so i think it's a cool thing to, that people when they find that out yes i i'm I kind of have the same feeling like it's just going to uh, also, you know, Garrett coming in as a songwriter and arranger changed my style a little bit, but for, I think for the better, like I grew as a musician because of him. Um, that is so true for me I, as well. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what makes it so like, I've just learned so much about performance and about, you know, just even singing and his musical influences that have, you know, um, changed the way I sing a little bit. And I wasn't sure. I remember one, like one of the first shows, one of our, uh, the fans that would cut, we were playing at Kings and, uh, in Conway. And one of the guys that would usually come to our shows came up to me and he was like, why is there electric guitar? Like, why is there all this, um, lead going on and he I didn't I had no idea because I was just so excited about it I was just like man this is cool he's like you know slaying the guitar over here um, and there was people who really didn't like it uh, and now we've obviously adapted to where it's like that's who we are and that's you know yeah um, so there was a, an old fan base that did, wasn't used to it and then they had to get used to it or whatever yeah yeah I think so yeah, yeah. but it was really what it's uh what i what i wanted to do um and you know you have to always kind of just follow who you are exactly um, if it's coming artist. from your heart and who you are as an artist then that you'll attract the right fans and i'm sure you know that's yeah yeah you know that i'm sure it just took some getting used to for some of them and whatever but i mean i think it's a you're better yeah. together right you have that artistic um, drive together and your creativity comes together in a new way and I think that's all what it's, we're about is like evolving as artists and doing what feels right and um, people will connect to that you'll you'll attract the right people through that kind of uh, energy so yeah well but, it, um, but it's also yeah go ahead oh sorry <laughs> it's, it was also good to hear that somebody appreciated just me playing um, and so I'm still that gives me kind of hope to play by myself too, that I'm good enough to, or somebody wanted that. Yeah. I didn't want the other thing. Exactly. Um, well, that, so. that is, that is awesome. And you know, that that's a good segue into tonight. So you are by yourself, Jamie yeah. Lou Connolly of Jamie Lou and the Hullabaloo. So it's you and a guitar, I assume. And we're going to hear your beautiful voice and your songs and um, everyone can come out and, and, or come out as they come out, they can, Pull your device yeah. out. <laughs> Pull your device out. And uh, from 7 to 9 p.m. Central, we have our Yadaloo January 2021 Sounds of Unity Showcase. Jamie, we're so excited to have you. Can you tell everyone how to find you online on your socials, your website, and all of your music? 
yes, you can find it. Uh, you can find all of my music and any updates at www.jamielewandthehullabaloo.com. Also, Jamie Lou and the Hullabaloo on Facebook and Instagram and um, on on Spotify, iTunes. You can buy our um, album on Bandcamp, uh, Jamie Lou and the Hullabaloo there as well. Awesome. Awesome. Well, guys, uh, you can follow her, go follow her and, and support this artist, buy their music, yeah, listen to their music, merch. buy some merch, all of those things. I am really excited for you and your future in Nashville. I'm sure that this is another step in a chapter in your artistic career that will take a new form and continue your art. And thanks so much for being on yeah, Yodaloo, thanks for coming Jane on the podcast and Thank you so everything. much for having me. Yes. Well, we're going to close down today. 17 of 365 guys. You know how to find Jamie Lou now and also find us Cliff and Susan on Facebook and Instagram we will see you guys tomorrow tune in tonight on the Yadaloo Facebook page from 7 to 9 p.m. Central and hear this awesome talent thank you guys yeah yeah